Hello, I'm Peter, and, well, Peter Stewart in real life, and Tweeter Stewart, thank you, on Twitter, T-W-E-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T, short daily tips to help you get a better broadcast, podcast, and voice over voice. I'm author of various books on TV and radio presentation skills. Check out my Amazon author page, P-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. So check out, I don't know, uh, let's go for essential radio skills. Might be of use if you're putting together a podcast or if you are in the broadcast industry. Essential radio skills, check out that on Amazon and then click through under my name and you'll see the other books that I've written as well. So come with a certain amount of authority here on helping you get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. At the moment we're talking about dubbing, yeah, one of the niche areas that we're talking about in the voiceover arena. Spoken about it for a couple of days, we'll talk about it again today and tomorrow, then we move on to e-learning skills. Yeah, dubbing can be used to describe the voice given to animated characters or computer-generated characters in video games. Lip-sync dubbing is when the new voice closely matches the lip movements of the original actor or presenter on the video, so the difference is barely noticed, which of course increases the audience's emotional engagement. We talked about the difference yesterday between dubbing and subtitles and which ones people usually prefer. And this is really difficult to do because not only are words different, but some languages are more complicated, they require more or fewer words to convey the same meaning. And such work is usually recorded by special specialist lip sync professionals and I've got a link in the show notes if uh, you want to uh, have a look and see an example of what I mean about that. So that's lip sync dubbing yeah when the mouth movements really have to fit in with what you are saying in a different language. There's also phrase sync dubbing that is similar but there's less exactness in the lip syncs. Dialogue is matched phrase by phrase rather than word for word. So obviously it's faster to do and therefore it's cheaper to do as well. And then coming down the scale, non-synced dubbing, less accurate again. So it's easier and cheaper to create. It's used when there's less need for the viewer to believe that the on-screen presenter or actor is actually speaking the lines. And then there's bilingual delay dubbing. Yeah, This is often seen on news documentaries when the original language is heard for a second or two, that dialogue volume is reduced, the translation is then heard over the top. And then there's voiceover narration dubbing, when a new speaker replaces the original dialogue, which was not delivered by an on-screen speaker. So this might happen in corporate videos and adverts and so on. So for some of these roles, as you can tell, you have to be able to act, not just be a voice, and and have to convey the emotions that are required for the scene and the text as well. So those are some of the different genres within dubbing and the dubbing arena. Tomorrow, voiceover dubbing multi-skills is our topic as Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and voiceover voice continues. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. Bop, bop, bop.